0: Are you tired of people running all over you and disrespecting you? Maybe you've heard about setting boundaries, and that's what we're going to talk about in this episode of College on Fleek, how to set boundaries. Hey, it's time to stop procrastinating, get your S2G, and crush it in college. I'm Mary Dittman. This is College on Fleek. business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of Wonderful Life and College on Fleek. Today we're going to talk about how to set boundaries, but before we do that, let's take a motivation minute. One of the things that will help you get motivated is to get small wins. So when you have little tiny victories throughout the day, it'll actually give you some fuel to keep going. And one of the best things you can do, and research backs this up, is make your bed every morning. Now, you might think, well, why bother because, I mean, I'm just going to get back in it at night. Well, the reason is, number one, you're less likely to get back in the bed during the day if it's made up. And that's a real temptation for college students. Maybe you have a couple of hours in between classes or even when you're done for the day, you should go get some homework done but instead you go back to your room and you get in the bed and it's all over. But secondly, if the bed is made, then your room looks neater and it's one less thing for your brain to be distracted by. And you might say, well, I don't care if the room is messy. I don't care if the bed isn't made. I'm telling you, your brain cares. So make your bed. In every episode, we like to give you a study hack or a success hack. Today, I'm going to give you a success hack, but, For the mother of all study hacks, go to collegeonfleek.com and get the Study Smart Toolkit. That is the three-step system that I created for myself in college. I had terrible test anxiety, and when I started teaching, I found that many of my students struggle with exams as well. So I put everything I had learned that helped me through my test anxiety into the Study Smart Toolkit, and it has helped hundreds of students. Now I can't make any guarantees, but I can tell you what I've seen with my own eyes. And what I've seen is my students go from D's and F's to A's and B's on the very next exam. So go to collegeonfleek.com, get the study smart toolkit, it's totally free. But our success hack is keep all of your exams, your homework, your papers, everything. I always recommend to students keep everything that is returned back to you As a record. One year I had a student who received a B in one of my courses and he came to see me and said I should have had an A and I pulled out my grade book and said nope looks like you had a zero on homework one and he slid his homework one across the desk. It was a hundred and it was my handwriting and so I don't know what I had done but I had entered a zero when it should have been a 100. Now of course I changed that grade right away But if he had not kept his homework he would have had nothing to argue with. So always keep your exams and your homework papers everything that you get back because that is documentation at the end of the semester so that you can verify that you got the right grade. All right now let's get into our topic today which is setting boundaries. Well first of all what is a boundary? A boundary is like a fence and A fence would tell me where does my property start and where does another person's end? Now a good fence, you can let people in, but they can't necessarily come through it without asking. And sometimes we have people in our lives who aren't really clear on where they stop and we start. Sometimes you'll see this with your parents, especially when you're still in college. They haven't really let go yet and they still think of you as a child and yet you're having to kind of stretch your wings and, it, and it's hard for parents because sometimes they're not used to thinking of you as an independent adult. And so a boundary says, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I don't want. So for example, if you have healthy boundaries and all of your friends say, hey, we're gonna go get drunk tonight and you're not into it, you would say, I don't want to go. I'm not into it. Now, because you have healthy boundaries, you're not trying to control them. You're not trying to say, well, I'm not going to go and you shouldn't either because that wouldn't be a healthy boundary. But a healthy boundary would say, you guys can go ahead and do that if you want to. I don't want to. So that's all a boundary is. A boundary is just being clear about where you stop and someone else starts. Now, sometimes people, especially women, but men can feel this way too, we feel mean when we're going to set a boundary. Like, well, gosh, you know, I don't want the other person to get mad, but boundaries are not mean. If I put up a fence on my property, it's not mean, it's helpful to people because it shows them, here's my property line. And that way they're not gonna come into my yard accidentally. I'm very clear. This is my yard and if you want to come into my yard, you're probably going to need to ask me for permission. Setting boundaries is actually healthy and it's loving towards people. If you've ever had pets or even small children, if you've been around kids, pets and kids like structure and they like rules. They want to know what's okay and what's not okay. and. When I had a dog, I was crate training my dog and I always felt really guilty when I would crate train her. And the reason you crate train a dog is so that they can have, they can go in their crate and sometimes you might have them sleep in there or like if you're going to be gone for the day, you know, you might put them in there for a few hours. You don't want to use the crate as punishment. But I always felt really guilty when I would train her and put her in the crate, but what the dog trainer told me was actually, if you don't use it for punishment, she's going to see her crate as her space and her little safe place. And sure enough, a few years later, she was a senior and I had her crate out and I had company over and, and it was my dad and his wife and they brought their dogs and it was some fun. But at one point, my dog just went in her crate. She just wanted some alone time. And so it felt mean to me to teach her the boundary of the crate, but it was actually something really good for her and good for me because then she wasn't tearing up stuff when she was a puppy. When you set a boundary with someone about how you want to be treated, that's not mean towards them. It helps them understand what their behavior needs to be. So let's say your roommate has class earlier than you do and she gets up really early in the morning and she turns on her music really loud and it wakes you up and maybe you work the night before and so you're like really angry. Well, it's not mean to say, hey, listen, could you please not play your music so loud? Now, of course, she has the right to play her music, but if you bring it to her attention and say, hey, listen, I like to have music when I get up in the morning too, cause it kind of like energizes me and motivates me, but I had to work late last night. And so I like, I really need to get that couple extra hours of sleep. So I was hoping that when you're listening to your music in the morning, could you turn it down? Or could you use your AirPods or your earbuds or your beats or whatever? And that is showing your roommate What she's doing isn't working for you. A lot of times we just think, well, they should know, but most people won't know something unless we say something. People aren't going to know that it bothers you when they tease you about something, if you don't speak up. And that's part of having a boundary. Like again, if I have a yard, if it bothers me when people come into my yard, I'm not, I can't just say, well, they should know I don't like it. I put up a fence. Okay, so how do, you, how do you establish a boundary? Now, I like to know what to do. That's great. This is good. But I'm a how do I do it girl. So let's talk about how do you set a boundary. First of all, you have to say what you want or what you don't want. Now, before you do that, you have to kind of get clear on it yourself. But you have to say it. You have to communicate it to the person. So you have to say something like, Hey, I turn my phone off when I go to bed at night and so when you're really upset that I'm not replying back to you and you're blowing up my phone I don't like that or I really need that couple extra hours sleep in the morning it really bothers me when your music is so loud or mom I know that you want me to come home every weekend and I miss you and I would love to be able to do that but I can't come home every weekend because I need to have time to study and do well in school. Then you may need to set a consequence. For example, let's say you're on the phone with a friend or someone you're dating and they tend to get angry. Maybe they have some anger issues and they'll scream at you or curse at you, whatever. And if you say to them, you know, listen, when you're upset like that and you talk to me like that, I really don't like it. And so just wanna let you know the next time you do it, I'm going to say goodbye and I'm gonna hang up the phone. All right, so that's a consequence. Or, hey, if you borrow my stuff without asking me, I'm going to report that to the RA. And you might say, well, I don't wanna be a narc. Okay, then just let people take your stuff. Just let people do whatever they wanna do. And then you won't feel like a narc and you'll, you won't be respected and you won't have your things. Now, here's the key here. So number one, you have to say what it is that you want or don't want. Two, you're going to need to have a consequence associated with it. But three is the, is the kingpin here. You have got to deliver. You have to be willing. It's like when you go to buy a car, people will tell you, you need to know what is your walking away price. And if you say your walking away price and they reject it, you have to walk. Because if you don't walk, they know that they've got you. So that's the thing when you, if you're going to set a consequence, you have got to be able to do it. So when you're on the phone with your friend or your boyfriend or whoever, and they're yelling and screaming at you, you say, you know what? I can tell you're upset. I'll talk to you later. And you end that call. And that's it. You don't pick up the phone again. You have to deliver. Now, is that hard? Yeah. Here's why it's hard. It feels weird. And if you're not used to setting boundaries, it's going to feel uncomfortable. But it's kind of like if, you, if I told you to cross your arms like this, and then I said, okay, now cross them the other way. I mean, see, like I even have to look down. I can't even do it without looking. Okay, well, this feels weird. But if you did this enough times, this would feel normal. And that's what boundary setting is. If you normally aren't good at setting boundaries, then starting to set boundaries is going to feel uncomfortable. That's how you start to establish good relationships. If you've ever known someone who just is a doormat and who just lets people walk all over them, it's really hard to have a healthy relationship with someone like that because they're not healthy. Boundaries are healthy. So that's where you want to start looking at getting clear. What is it that I want? What is it that I don't want? And then starting to set some boundaries. Now, College on Fleek is a dialogue, not a monologue. And we wanna hear from you. So my question for you today is do you make your bed every day? Put your answer in the comments and let us know and you can always connect with us at collegeonfleek.com and we'll see you next time right here on College on Fleek.